Westside Baptist Church in Noonan, Georgia, brings you our weekly podcast. We hope you will be encouraged by our music and a message from the Word of God as we present our Sunday morning and Sunday evening services and our weekly broadcast by Dr. Melvin Payne. We thank you for listening. All right, let's everybody let's stand and sing this song. Let's sing the chorus. I know my name is there. I adore. Sing it. I adore. My name is there. Sing I adore. Oh, I adore. My name is written. Sing it again. Sing the chorus. Oh, I we just did it said my name once stood with sinners lost and bore a painful record but by his blood amen aren't you glad about that say amen amen that's what we we're talking about that in Sunday school we've been talking about grace that's been our Sunday school lesson for the last I don't know since we started that class back and it's been about grace and today we heard a story about a man today that not a Bible story but it's a story about a man today that was a a preacher that went back drinking. 
realized what he'd done, went to the church and told them, I'm sorry, this is what I did. Then all of a sudden, everybody started confessing their sins one to another. And they all got around him, started praying for him. And that's what we were talking about, about that grace, about that kind of grace. And then we had somebody stand, kind of spoke up in class. I, don't, I won't say their name, but to embarrass them. But they said, um, you know, that's where I was. I loved it. You know, I would drink and I'd and do these things. And, and, but I, f I totally gave it over to Jesus. Totally gave it to him. Now I don't want to do that no more. I don't want to hang out with them friends no more. I've got new friends. God's blessed me with a new life. I'm a better mom. I'm a better person. You know, just that thing. I'm so glad about that grace. You know, our name, we, we once stood with sinners lost. And it bore a painful record. Ever, anybody ever been there? But here it is. But if you've been saved, it's by his blood. The Savior crossed and placed it on his roll. Aren't you glad about that grace? Sing it. My name once stood with sinners lost and for a painful bread. I'll sing it. But by his blood, the Savior crossed and placed. How many know that your name is Glad to be at church this morning. To say amen. 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 Brother. Proud to be saved today. That I know the Lord, and more importantly, He knows me. Headed toward heaven. It's been a it's been a tough week. Uh, I don't know how it's been on y'all, but it's been a tough week. Um, but I tell you what. I've seen some homegoing celebrations that are that truly are the way that a, a Christian should be sent out. I mean, it's been an absolute blessing to be around these families and see how they respond because there are tears of sadness, but that's a temporary thing because we have a hope. I've got uh, folks that I know that Moms and dads and family have passed away, and every year they go through these crying, depressed spells and, and can't hardly function, and, and, it's, and it's sad and it's hard. But usually those folks are not in church. They don't know anything about the Lord, and, and they don't have a hope. And I'm thankful today that we have that hope. William's singing about it. I know my name is written there. Do you know that today? Can you say for surety that... Your name is written there. I'm telling you, yeah, some of you raising your hand, that's a good testimony right there. Kathy just said, <laughs> talking about her salvation, uh, and I thank the Lord for it. Um, 
Yes, I'm stalling because I'm trying to decide if I'm going to sing what I wanted to sing or not. Um, William, how you feel, buddy? Can you sing one for me? Can you sing Never Too Broken to Belong? Can you do that one? Be able to do that for me. Uh, William's had a challenging week, and, uh, and uh, I wondered if he was going to be able to do the congregation this morning, but uh, the Lord helped him. And uh, I think this song... <coughs> right here um, will fit perfectly lots of times we think we're in a place where the lord can't save us sometimes we think we're in such a good place we don't need the lord to save us and that's about the dumbest thing i've ever heard of but it's just it's one of those it's one of those things that some people kind of get hung up on but if you're in one of those places um, you feel like the lord couldn't save me i've done too much been too far gone too far you're never too broken, folks, to belong in the family of God. He'll welcome you in with open arms. Come on, William, if you will. healed 
You're never too broken to belong. You're never too wounded and never too far gone. It's here you find Jesus and find your home. You're never too broken to belong. You're never too broken to belong. our direction this morning um, you prayed for us that we I tell you what I want you to do something that that I ask the choir to do every so often sometimes we come out and I'll tell them pick you out somebody out in the crowd while you're up here and just say a prayer for them you don't know what they're going through everything may be fine still doesn't hurt to pray for them I mean, it's, I take those prayers in the good times as well as the bad times. But church, would y'all do the same thing? Look around. Just see somebody. Just You may not know what's going on with them, but whisper a little prayer to the Lord on their behalf this morning. Choir, I'm going to ask you to do the same. But we're changing up this morning because I'm thankful and praising the Lord for a fountain filled with blood. That washed away all those guilty stains. You pray for me.
Praise the Lord. He's good, isn't he? It's been a a blessed week and a trying week for many in this room. But God's grace is sufficient. I want to, this morning, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, please don't leave here without knowing the Lord. Eternity can be one step away. Be a tragic thing for you to go to hell after sitting under the sound of the gospel. And folks, these songs that you've heard today was packed full of gospel. Without Jesus, there is no redemption for your sins. There is no salvation. So I want to challenge you today, if you don't know the Lord, don't let another day go by. Don't let another minute go by. You come rushing to this altar, you'll get met with somebody having a Bible in their hand and showing you how you can go to heaven. I want to speak just for a few moments. And like I said earlier, it's so good to see Miss Karen and her family here. Glad to see Brother David back. He's been sick for four weeks and has finally been able to get back in church. So I'm glad he could be here. And many others that have been in and out under the weather. I think Andy has been sick and is feeling better. He said last night, I'm so glad that uh, we're seeing some on the men's. But I want to speak for a few minutes on some things that you're going to say, okay, I'm familiar with this. I can just go to sleep. I want you to know that's okay. I might go to sleep with you. I'm telling you, there is something we need to do in 2018, Westside Baptist Church. I believe we need to dare to be different. I didn't say I believe we need to, be, we need to dare to compromise, but I believe we need to dare to be different in 2018. When Tommy Tillman was here, he took his text from Jude, the book of Jude. And that text rang a bell with many in this congregation, including myself. And I'm going to start reading verse 20. It says, but ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy, listen, your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Looking for mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. Unto eternal life. Then he goes on to say. And of some. <clears throat> have compassion. Making a difference. I want to say I believe in order for us to make a difference, Westside Baptist Church, 
we need to dare to be different. I believe we need to dare to be different because a lot of what we're doing, and forgive my grammar when I say, ain't working. Oh, the church is doing well. Praise the Lord. I thank God for the church is moving on. But we're talking about our personal relationship with the Lord. We're talking about Christians at this moment in time. I want to challenge you to dare to be different. Uh, we were watching a, a movie over the Christmas season. And uh, there were some little boys standing at a flagpole. And one dared the other little boy to stick his tongue to the flagpole in the wintertime. And he wouldn't do it. So he double dared him. And he wouldn't do it. So he double dog dared him. And it was too much. The little boy stuck his tongue to the flagpole. I'm not going to double dog dare you but I would hope that I can dare you and I to be different in 2018 I'd like for us and once again I want to say this this is familiar preaching but I hope you'll understand I'm not preaching at you I'm preaching to you I hope you understand that this is not just another message that this is my heart being poured out to the congregation of Westside Baptist Church and those that are here today. I hope you fully understand that I'm daring you to be different because time is short. I'm daring you to be different because the need is great. I'm daring you to be different in 2018. I dare you, Westside Baptist Church, to be different with your worship. Oh, I'm not suggesting we change our worship as a church. I believe that we worship well as a church. I believe that with all my heart. But there's a way we worship individually. Exodus 34, 14 states it like this. For thou shalt worship no other God. Did you hear that? Thou shalt worship no other God. For the Lord whose name is is jealous, is a jealous God. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to change our worship. Well, I tell you what, I'm letting everything in the, uh, get between me and my worship with God. Everything and anything. Uh, I'm letting my, my children get between me and my worship with God. I'm getting, giving the extracurricular uh, activities. I'm going to allow those things to get between me and my worship of God. Please remember this, that we worship a God whose name is Jealous. Now, I want to say this, men. If your wife finds you looking at another woman, I promise you one thing. I don't care how sweet she is, the fangs are coming out. That's right. The fangs are coming out. You know why? Because she's jealous. Hey, men, if you catch your wives lusting after another man, I promise you the fangs are coming out. You know why? Because you will be jealous. Because you are hers and she is yours. 
She is your bride. What I want to say to you is God is a jealous God. And just as angry and hurt as we would be if our spouses were to look in another area for affection, I'm telling you, God is angry and hurt with us. So I want to challenge Westside Baptist Church to dare to be different in 2018 concerning our worship. I was looking at a Gallup poll that reported 40% of Americans, when they were asked if they attended church regularly, and this included the evangelical groups, they said, yes, we attend church regularly. But when you remove the halo effect, and that effect is basically this, it's what people perceive themselves to be doing, but it's just not really true. It's people saying what they think you should hear. The truth is that it, the, the, those that actually go to church on a regular basis is 20 to 17.7%. Now you say, well, that's a, a big difference. It's a difference of 132 million Americans going to church when the number is really just 52 million Americans going to church. That's a huge difference, ladies and gentlemen. Now, here's the issue. Here, really, uh, the, the problem, if I may say, with the claims of those uh, mentioned in the aforesaid Gallup poll, they believe that attending church regularly is once every four to six weeks. I want to say there's some in the churches today that are church members, maybe even here at Westside. And they are right in there with the national average of 20%. What's scary about the national average is, I believe based on years of observation and experience, that at best, 50% of the church members that are going to church today are lost and on their way to hell. So if you feel pretty good about making the national average of 20%, remember this, that according to Billy Graham, he says 75% of all church members are lost. So if you're in that category, I want to say this, you may want to search your heart and your life. You may be, as Miss Sister here just a minute ago, Miss Kathy said, I've played the game, and maybe you've been playing the game, but I'm going to tell you something about the game. The time clock always runs out. Right. Now, I want to say this. I dare you to be different in 2018 with your Sunday school worship. I thank God that over the course of the last couple months, Brother Joe's been working hard in the Sunday school department, and we've seen an increase of about 20 and a 20 to 25% in our attendance in Sunday school. Isn't that good? But I will say this. I, I, that means if we're, we're running what we're running and, and we're having a growth, but yet we're not having 150 or 200 in Sunday school, it means that half of you are laying out. I want to suggest, I'll dare you to show up for Sunday school. I dare you, moms and dads, to lead your families to Sunday school on Sunday morning. I want you, 
And I pray, I dare you to have the same love for God at Sunday school time as our little children do that come in on the buses. Isaiah chapter 11, referring to the, um, the uh, uh, millennial reign, forgive me, the millennial reign, it's talking about the wild animals hanging out with the more domestic animals. Uh, the goats or the sheep are laying around with the bears and the lions. And the lions are no longer seeking meat to eat, but they're eating hay like a cow. Isn't that something? Well, I found that amazing, but you know what it says that toward the end of one of those verses? It says, and a little child shall lead them. You know, we're not in the millennial reign by any means, but I want to say this, what I'm finding when I look at our children that come in on our buses, they're actually leading the way. They're leading the way when you that are more spiritual, when you that have been born, some of you, raised in church, or maybe you've been in church for many years. I think it's a sad commentary for those young people. Many have to step over the drunk and drug-ridden bodies to get to the bus. I think it's a sad thing when we can't make it to Sunday school, and they can. I love you. I'm not preaching at you. I'm preaching to you. And I want to say this. I dare you to be different in 2018. When God deals with our hearts, when God deals with our hearts, let's move this year. God whispers, whispers to our spirit, stop looking for the Holy Spirit to hit us in the back of the head with a ball bat. I dare you to be different, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and act upon His moving on your heart. I dare you to be different when God strums across your heart strings. I dare you to be different and stand up and give a testimony. Just don't do it while I'm preaching. Any other time you have at it, but when I'm preaching, don't give your testimony. I dare you to be different in our worship this year. I dare you to be different with our tithes and our offerings. I thank God for how he has blessed us at Westside Baptist Church. Next, next week, we will read a financial report for the quarter. And I was so pleased to look that we had spent, between insurance and on the building, we had spent $50,000 in the last three months. And yet our savings was only down seventeen grand. That's good. That's good. Do the math. Get your calculator out. Pull your iPhone out. Do the math on that. That's good. When you have those kind of expenditure, I'm saying that somebody has dared to be faithful in their tithes and their offerings. And if you are not, I dare you to be different and tithe. You know, they took a poll. They said that the average Christian gives only 3.7% of their income. If they're averaging the income of those that give across the congregation, this is what that means. It means if one person is given 10, 11, or 12 percent, like the Bible says, 
that means there are two people that are giving nothing. Run the numbers. Get that calculator out, Christian. I'm daring you to be different and give your tithe that we can perpetuate and spread the gospel across this county. I dare you to give to missions. I dare you to give to missions. We received our giving for the year certificate this morning, actually, Brother Mike handed it to me. And I looked at our tithe and offerings, and I, I, I was satisfied, but I wasn't satisfied for what we gave to the missions. And I don't know how, but we're going to increase that giving. And I dare you, Christian, to take part in world missions and give. How many souls have been saved in the foreign lands because you have given to missions at Westside Baptist Church. So I dare you to give to missions. I dare you in 2018 with your workmanship for Christ. Say, preacher, what are you talking about? I'm saying I dare you to win one more person to Christ in 2018 than you did in 2017. Preacher, I want one person to Christ. I dare you, Christian, within the next three months, try to win two. Something was said, I think it was last week. If each one would only reach one. Ladies and gentlemen, think about what was said. If each one of us in 2018 would only reach one and disciple one, we'd have to go into a building program. I tell you, winning people to the Lord is a glorious thing. Winning people to the Lord is wonderful when you hear that there's a death and you rush to the hospital and then find out, praise God, that you were the one that led that person that had just died to the Lord. I dare you to reach one in 2018 lead them to Christ then work to disciple them I dare you to be different in 2018 I dare you to be different by getting involved finding a place to serve at Westside and just get involved sell out to God I dare you to be different in 2018 by encouraging or helping your Sunday school teacher I want to say this. I believe the greatest way you could encourage your Sunday school teacher is by showing up to Sunday school. That's right. But you know, it sure does good. Sure does a heart good when the teacher pours their souls out and every once in a while you pat them on the back and say, Good job. I dare you to be different and climb on board one of the buses and bring in these children and reach their families for Jesus. 
I've never done that, preacher. I don't know if I could do that. I just dared you to be different in 2018. I dare you to be different by standing up and saying, Not my will, O Lord, but thy will, O Lord. Get your heart off of yourself and seek the Lord and ask Him to show you what to do. I ask you, I dare you to be different by getting off our seats of inconsistency and be counted as faithful concerning the things of Jesus Christ. I, I, dare, I dare you. I dare you to be different. But have the guts to change your mind. First Chronicles says this, chapter 28, verse 9, David said, Thou, Solomon, my son, know thou the God of, my, of thy father, and serve him with a perfect heart. Listen to what it says. And a willing mind. The problem is, we're not willing to change our minds. We have a perception, we have our personal direction our desires and this is what we are going to do and this is how we're going to do it and we're going to achieve it this way and that way but the fact of the matter is that we need to be willing to change our mind we need to be different why aren't we serving why are we not willing because we're not willing to change our mind God speaks to our hearts, and it stops right there. We begin to analyze and overthink and scrutinize and legitimize our lukewarmness as God's children. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. Jesus said unto them, him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, listen, and with all thy mind. We need to change our mind in 2018 maybe our mind or maybe our focus is what needs to be changed concerning the things of God in Romans 8 6 and 7 for to be carnal minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace Philippians 1 says let your conversation be as becometh the gospel of Christ that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs that ye stand fast in one spirit with one mind striving together. We've got to change our minds. If there's 150 people in this room, I want to tell you, there's 150 different minds. And if we're going to follow Philippians chapter 1, verse 27 here, if we're going to strive together with one mind, then somebody's mind has got to change. So I dare you in 2018 just to change your mind. I dare you to be different in 2018. I dare you to be different with your worship. I dare you to be different with your offerings. 
I dare you to be worshipped, uh, be different, to be where your workmanship. Can I share this with you? This morning on the way to church, there's a position that I would like to see filled. And Lisa and I were talking on the way to church. And she said, oh, honey, such and such has the perfect personality, the perfect knowledge. They could do that. And I said, honey, I wish they could. I want them to. But they're not faithful. They got to be here to fill that duty. We're going into a new year. And I want to dare you to be different with your workmanship. I'm not preaching at you. I'm not angry with anyone. I am saying to you that we're starting a new year, 2018. I do not know if this is the year that God is going to come, that Jesus Christ is coming. I don't know, but it could happen. And when it happens, if it happens, and where it happens, I want you to be found Different and faithful. Have the guts to change your mind. I, I, back in Thanksgiving, I decided that on Black Friday I needed a couple cabinets in the garage. Our garage, I, it was horrible. We could get a car in, but I wasn't sure we could get it out. You know what I'm saying? It just swallowed, everything swallowed it right up. We lost three cars that way in a month. And I said, I've got to get this thing organized. I I, I just, I got to be honest, it was just driving me crazy. Bought those cabinets and put them together. They said I could put them together in in 30 minutes. They lied. (laughs) You could do it in 30 minutes, but not me. And I started digging through, I mean, box after box. And I started, I brought boxes and boxes of documents to the church. And I started shredding bag after bag of documents. Just 30-year-old documents that just needed to be gone. And I mean to tell you, I spent two days shredding. I was over here on Christmas Day shredding that junk. Can you believe that? My wife was saying, are you serious? (laughs) I said, I won't be gone too long, honey, I promise. Well, anyway, I found this in that box. This is not my writing, I know, because I can read this. But in this box, I don't know if this is one of the 30-year-old documents, 10 years, 2 years, I just don't know. But it said this, and I, I... I set it aside, and I feel like it's perfect here. It says, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That is why we call it the present. All we have is the present or our gifts. So let's dare to be different. Making a difference in 2018.
and 17 or 18. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, that there's one here today that does not know you as their Lord and their Savior, that, Father, before this service is over, they'll bow their heads and ask you to come into their hearts and their lives. Lord, I'm going to also ask that you have challenged through the Holy Spirit each and every heart of the Christians here this morning. And I pray, Father, that we'll commit ourselves to be daring in Christ, to dare to be different this year, to see those things in our lives that need to be different so that you can be glorified through our actions, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. I come to you and I request this as a minister, your minister of the gospel. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Let's stand, please. The challenge is there, Christian. I dare you to be different in 2018. Different for Jesus. Oh, be and may.